0: Good morning, NEI Hoops Nation, and welcome to NHR The Podcast with your hosts, Junior and Trev. NHR The Podcast is your Saturday morning dive into what is happening around the NEI Hoops world. So grab your coffee. It is time to talk some NEI Hoops. Good morning and happy new year, NEI Hoops Nation. We are sure hope 2021 brings uh, many blessings to you all. Hope you all had a great holiday season. We are actually back at it. Finally, again, after a two-week hiatus ourselves, uh, we will definitely have our schedule and links uh, post up later today. Um, So we're excited about that as well. Uh, Trev is actually still on the road traveling. Um, So we are actually going to be joined by Jake Palmer. Um, He uh, covers the North Star League for the the, uh, site and does a lot of things behind the the scenes uh, for us. Uh, we're excited to have Jake on. Good morning, Jake. How are you doing, my man? Good morning. Doing good. We're going to talk some basketball this morning. Good to have you on, man. I appreciate you joining us on. I know uh, you uh, always do a great job covering the, the North Star for us. And I know that uh, your, your, D, your NEI, you know, the former NEI D2 uh, league, you, you have a lot of knowledge on. So I've always appreciated over the last year and a half uh, you know, our uh, friendship and, and you always uh, uh, bringing knowledge to the table. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you joining us. the two weeks that we were gone, we had some big news, Uh, you know, starting off out in the Cascade uh, Conference. um, It sounds like uh, most of the league is going to actually kind of do their own thing and play uh, their own conference season, um, which will mean that uh, they will not qualify for the national tournament. And uh, actually we'll have only have two teams that qualify, which is uh, College of Idaho and uh, Lois and Clark State, two really, really good teams. Um, but as long as I get the ten games in, that was actually the, the next announcement. Is that the NEI actually lowered from fourteen games down to ten games uh, to qualify for nationals this year, so or to be considered for nationals this year? So um, as long as they get 10, 10 games in, they'll be fine. But uh, two two really really big announcements over the two week uh, hiatus, and uh, want to make sure we covered that as well. You have any thoughts on that, bud?
1: Just uh, big big that the lowered to ten games. Um, I just saw Lewis and Clark pl- State play Dickens State the other night. Uh, Dickens State actually drove 13 hours to play Lewis and Clark State twice, which is a tall, tall task. Uh, the first game, they gave Lewis and Cl- Clark uh, quite the game. It came down to the very end, and Lewis and Clark State pulled it off by four. Second day, uh, Lewis and Clark State's depth kind of just took control, and I think they won by like 15 or something like that. Yeah,
0: it was. Uh, they they looked like they played much better today or last night. I watched that game a little bit. Uh, I, I just think that they're they're really really good. Dom Dom Mitchell um, is one of the best point guards in the in the country. A couple bigs that uh, are, are pretty good for him. The All Right kids are really really good. So um, I think they're locked and loaded. They'll they'll be a tough out uh, definitely come uh, come March as well. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing them a little bit more as well. Speaking of teams play, I'm looking forward to seeing teams. Uh, it, this is the exciting part about right now is that uh, we actually have uh, a big week ahead of us because starting today, you'll start seeing some more teams that uh, you know, either haven't played this year or haven't played in many, many weeks. And so I'm, I'm actually excited about it. It kicks off today, but even later on in the week, we have some teams that uh, you know, we're going to see for the very first time this year that we haven't seen. It'll be exciting to see them uh, and see what they bring to the table. Speaking of some teams that uh, will be starting up this week, I, I know the the Sooner Athletic Conference uh, has many teams. Uh, you know, MacU got going a little bit um, early, and then they took a big uh, break. And, and some of these teams in the Mac, here in the uh, Sooner Athletic Conference, are just going to get going here uh, this semester. So we'll, uh, one of the teams that we're really excited to, to watch is uh, John Brown. Uh, and today we actually are, are fortunate enough to have Coach Betts on there from John Brown. Coach, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great this morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah,
0: no, excited to have you on. It's a, you, you kind of bring a unique perspective for us because, you know, I know we talked a little bit before break, but you're a team that is a ranked, opponent, a ranked team that hasn't played a game. And, and can you kind of just give a perspective of kind of, uh, you know, how you guys are approaching that and, 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 and even talk about your team a little bit. I know you guys have a, a good core of uh, returns back. Can you kind of just give you an update on, our, on your team right now?
2: yeah um you know we we our school uh took a stance that we weren't going to play until second semester and so that was kind of made by the the higher-ups above us and so we've just had to, to really be flexible i think it is a big word we use a lot around here because you know we make a lot of soft plans that we just have to be ready to change and be ready to adjust to what happens and we've been doing that since the start of school um you know whether we've had to then step away for a couple weeks because we had to go into quarantine early Um, last semester. And then, you know, even getting to the point to build to where we could get into the gym to do a complete full team practice took uh, a couple of months before we were at that point here where we were allowed to. And uh, we were able to get uh, about five really good weeks in uh, before Thanksgiving. And then you just take a massive break. Um, I know a lot of schools took that kind of a break, uh, but we took a break from then until um, the beginning of this 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 week we're in now. And Um and and so we've had some really great practices and we were excited to get going here. And uh and then here we're back (laughs) as of yesterday, our team's in quarantine. Uh so we're gonna have to miss this game um that we were gonna open with today and 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 kind of miss at least the first two or three games here. And so it's just you keep pressing on, you keep trying to our guys are doing such a good job of um despite disappointments, staying positive, um and really just you know, we try to talk about focus on controlling what you can control. And there's a lot of this that uh, that we just can't control. And we learn more and more throughout this whole pandemic of how, how little control of some things we have. So we really need to focus on the things we can. Um, and then, you know, you talk about we, we are really excited about this team we have this year. I mean, we've, we've got a really strong group of guys back um, after having a, a national tournament caliber team last year, not getting a chance to play out there. Um, so for us to be returning... Two first-team All-Conference players from the from the SAC. Um, I mean, which we've never had, I think, before in, in one year is really special. And two guys that have been uh, All-Americans uh, last year. Uh, I mean, we've got such a special group back, and return most of our team from last year's team. And we just want a chance to play. We want a chance to to have those guys get out there and prove themselves and what they're capable of doing.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely can understand that, and. You know, having some of that, that veteran leadership, I mean, I know that they haven't gone through, you know, anything like this other than the, the national tournament, you know, getting canceled last year, unfortunately. But, you know, how how has their leadership been through, you know, this uh, stage, especially
2: for some of your new guys? Uh, well, you know, we've, we've really only added a couple of new guys that are going to be having a chance to be in our rotation. That's the beauty of the group that we have. I mean, we just have so many guys back. Um, who were starters for us or who played big minutes, um, which is, I think, you know, why, why some teams, you know, would have ranked us up high early in the year based on that from last year. And our leadership is, is just unbelievable when it comes to the players, the players' side of things here. We've got some guys that, you know, we can come back from five weeks off after Christmas and, you know, might look a little bit rough for a day or two. And then and I'm worried, are we going to be ready in, in four days for a game? And and then all of a sudden it just clicks. And that's where, you know, your leaders are stepping up and and the things that, that we do really well. We typically have defended really well, um, which was a, a large part was set in place by my assistant who was here the last couple of years who did a phenomenal job is now at Oklahoma City as the head coach. Um, and, and our guys you know just are really committed to doing that. And, uh, and I think we're going to be really solid in that. And if you could be solid defensively, you're going to give yourself a chance in a lot of games. And I think we can score. I mean, we've got two All-Americans that can definitely score, but we've got some other guys in the mix of that um, to, to make us have a lot of different weapons and be dangerous. You know,
0: I, I don't have to tell you this, but uh, the Sooner Athletic Conference is, is definitely one of the best around. And so having that uh, veteran leadership and, and those All-Americans back, um, you know, definitely will – the, the league is respecting you guys, obviously, with those guys back with, with your rankings and your conference league rankings. Um, but can you kind of talk about the Sooner Athletic and, and kind of the outlook on it this year?
2: Yeah, um, obviously, it's, it's a really difficult league um, to play in and, and compete in. And we've had some some teams that have been really good for a number of years. Um, you got your teams like a Texas Wesleyan. Who has? Uh, they had a stretch there. I think won three straight league titles during their run, where they won, uh, you know, their second national championship. Um, they've always been loaded. Mid America Christian has just been a powerhouse the last several years, and uh, and they're going to be great again this year. Um, and and you know, I haven't seen a lot of our teams yet. Um. Just since some of them still haven't even, you know, a couple of them still haven't even played. But, I mean, you look back at some of the other traditional powers that we'll have in our league. Science and arts has been good uh, in recent years and made made a lot of national tournaments. Wayland Baptist, who's been really good. Um, I mean, it's a Southwest Assemblies of God has been really good. We've just got a lot of really good teams in this league. And... Uh, you know, there's just not a, not a big margin for error. and We talk about that a lot. I mean, if, if you look at us, and we had a special year last year, we had a stretch in conference play during second semester where I think we had five uh, overtime games. And you know, those you know, we talk there's one possession game go the other way really easy and change your season. And we just were fortunate enough to to make the plays we needed. And, and I think we only dropped one of those overtime games, and that helped helped lead to the season that we did have. Um, but I think our league's capable of a lot of different teams going out there and winning it. Um, whether it's teams that are getting guys back or some teams that just tend to reload each year, um, and, and we've we've been traditionally a team that's been sending five to the national tournament um, a lot of years. And you know, I don't know how that's going to play out as we're at one division now. Um, but I think we're certainly going to be a league that's capable. Of having more than five, you know, probably easily seven, eight teams that are going to be fighting for those spots to be able to play in the national tournament.
0: Yeah, definitely, uh, always, always uh, not not just the you know, you get you guys have always qualified for a lot or qualified a lot of teams down to uh, well, I, I always say in Kansas City, you know, but uh, always also have teams that. Seem to go and make a bigger, deep run. Um, you know, even I think uh, Science and Arts a couple years ago, I remember them, they were like an eight seed, seven or eight seed, and and won a couple games out there, upset a couple teams, and uh, made a deep run, and uh, just shows you the value of your of your league and how deep it is. And um, I, I've always respected the the Sooner Athletic Conference, it's uh, definitely one of the best, yeah. And you around. look,
2: you look even at that year you're referencing with Science and Arts making the run that year. Uh, they went in, I think they were an eighth seed and, and got a first round win, you know, nearly make the final four. Men America Christian went in as an eighth seed and got a first round win. Uh, Oklahoma City went in as a seventh seed, got a first round win. You know, uh, the great, I think one of the important things for our league is teams that are going in there as not the top or not the top two and sometimes three teams in our league are still making runs. I mean, I can go way back to thinking about. You know, even a St. Gregory's team that goes in as one of the last teams, I think, in our league. They went in there and got to the final four. John Brown, 2005, when, when, when JBU won it, they went in as the fifth team out of the league. Um, so as long as you, if you compete uh, in the Sooner Athletic Conference at a level where you're going to earn a national tournament bid, uh, you're capable of going out there and making a run. I think you're, you're, you're tested um, against the teams that we have night in and night out in, in a really tough league. Um, that prepares you. So I think if, if you go in, doesn't matter what seed you are, if you're coming out of the Sooner Athletic Conference, um, you're going to give yourself a chance out there.
0: No doubt, no doubt on that. So looks like, uh, well, you know, trying to move forward a little bit with you guys, it looks like you're going to pick back up on January 11th. Yeah, right? that's,
2: the, that's the current plan and hope. As long as everything's going well, we'll be jumping right in. I believe we're at Central Christian um, up in Kansas for that first one. Um so we're gonna miss our first conference game that was scheduled, which was gonna be the ninth, which is Langston. Um and uh so we start there and you know, you keep rolling and uh and it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. Um it's gonna be interesting to see how our our league um is, is going. Are we able to get games in? How do we adjust as we um have games canceled and we're hoping that you know we'll be able to play the bulk of the remainder of our schedule. Um And and that's where, you know, as we come back, you know, we're going to get if we're going to play that Monday, the 11th, we're going to probably have at most two practices heading into that. And uh, and I think with a lot of teams, I would I would not feel so good about that. But we were um, yesterday before we had to shut things down, um, even just after five weeks off and a couple practices, I felt really good about where we are. Our guys felt really good. Um, I thought we we had not missed a beat um, from where we left off before Thanksgiving, and I thought our guys were just ready to get out there and compete.
0: Well, I think uh, I think several coaches have said this uh, in the interview so far, but uh, just the value of return returners yeah. this year uh, is probably more value than any year in the previous. Returners are always important, but especially this year when you're you know, taking two weeks off or, or missing the you know, games here and there, you have that veteran leadership that
2: can bring you back to practice and get you focused
0: and ready to go right away. Yeah, and
2: I, I think that's, you know, we've seen that at every level as the teams that have that are giving themselves a chance to be really successful. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's there's the one side of it, yeah, they're coming back and they they understand, you know, some of our philosophies defensively. They understand what we're trying to run, you know, offensively, things where we're not making a lot of changes um, but I think even more than that, just those guys that are returners, since they know what it takes there and, and unless they're out because they're sick, um, which I think a lot of times we just have guys out for quarantine when they're out, um, it, you know, when they're out, they recognize what do I still need to do to get myself ready, keep myself at a ready um, position to go into those games. And so our guys are, are, are staying in touch um, with each other, pushing each other, finding ways to you know, whether we can get in a gym or not, uh, whether we have to find a hoop outside, um, whatever it is, um, guys are doing what they need to to stay in shape and stay ready.
0: Good stuff, coach. Good stuff. Well, you know, we,
2: we're we looking forward to seeing John Brown. I know,
0: we, we like I said, we said it beforehand, there's a lot of teams that uh, this week that we were looking forward to uh, starting up and, and uh, that we haven't seen this year or haven't seen in a couple months. Uh, John Brown was one of them, but we will wait until 11th uh, to be able to to see you guys again, I know that you uh you you'll have your boys uh ready to go for for league play and, and whatever that looks like uh you know whatever schedule remains uh, I know you guys will be ready to go um I appreciate you guys coming on I know you guys be uh force all year in the sooner athletic conference and we wish thank you, you so
2: much for having me on and uh wish you guys a happy new year
0: that was coach Jason betcha from john Brown university always good to to catch up with coaches and and just to kind of hear uh you know, kind of where they're at. I mean, it's a, it's a different year for everybody, and that was a unique perspective just kind of a, uh, from a coach that hasn't played a game this year, and, and now, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to play their game tonight. But we um, expect big things out of John Brown this year. Um, they should be, you know, a top 15 team all year. They, they uh, return a lot, and they, they are one of the better defensive teams in the country, um, and I expect them to be the same this year. So, always great catching up with Coach. Um, good to have uh, Good to have somebody on in the new year. And Jake, we're going to transition over to our games uh, we'll this week who got
1: for us? in the Crossroads League, uh, Huntington travels to number eighteen St. Francis. Um, Crossroads League is, from what I've learned the last couple of years watching, is just a league where everybody beats up on each other. Um, Huntington's a very improved team from last year. Uh, they're eight and three, I believe, to start the, start the year now. Started out hot, uh, dropped a couple of games here recently. Ran into the buzz saw that is. Indiana Wesleyan, and um, St. Francis off to a really good start this year, too. Um, much better start than they were last year. St. Francis off to a much better start this year. Um, looks like they're uh, 20th in the poll. Um, I watched them play Bellevue, a um, team in the, in the North Star, and they looked really good. So that'll be a game I watch. Uh, second game uh, in the G Pack, Concordia uh, travels to the Corn Palace to play number 18, uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Um, Dakota Wesleyan's off to a good start uh, after dropping a game to uh, North Star team, uh, Valley State. Uh, they won 11 straight now, I believe. Um, Nick Harden's healthy again, and he's leading them in scoring. And as long as Nick Harden's healthy, I think Dakota Wesleyan will be a force in the G Pack. Concordia, another team that got off to a hot start, but have kind of. Dropped a few games here recently. Uh, look for them to bounce back. If they could beat Dakota Wesleyan, that would be a big win for them. And then my third game of the week, a uh, game in my league, uh, Valley City State, who is receiving bolts in the last poll, travels to the Dakota State, who is kind of off to a rough start, but playing through some adversity. Uh, their head coach, uh, Gary Garner, has stepped away with some health issues. Uh, so we want to wish... Uh, Gary well and a speedy recovery. Hope to see him back on the sidelines soon. Uh, they're two and five and their last two games, they had great chances to win. I think you caught some of the Briarcliff game and said, uh, have you figured this team out yet? Uh, Cause they were up like nine or 10 on uh, Briarcliff. And then they were up 10 on Dakota Wesley the other night. And uh, they ended up dropping both of those games. So I think this is a team that's got some talent. Um, Ronnie Ladding is uh, a force down low. He looks like a linebacker. Uh, he's averaging like ten points and seven rebounds a game. Um so he's very good. And then they bring back senior leader Josh McGreal, who just went over points and uh very athletic, can stretch the floor. They play Valley City State, who is seven and one. Um Valley City Valley City's won seven straight games after dropping their season opener into the rivals Jamestown. Um, It all starts with the defense for Valley City. Uh, They've brought out a press and it really gets their team's motors going and it kind of translates to good offense for them. Uh, Eddie Oyette, instant offense Eddie is what their radio guy calls him. Uh, Eddie comes off the bench. uh, He's leading them in scoring with 15.8 points a game. Shooting almost 60% from the field. Uh, Kid has a nose for the basketball. Uh, If he even if he doesn't have a chance to get it, uh, he finds a way to be in contention to get it on a rebound or uh, whether he's up pressing and tries to get a steal, he finds a way to be there. Um, they're a very good team. Uh, that Dakota State game with, could be very interesting because Dakota State um, likes to get it inside the Ladding and McGreal, and Valley City likes to keep it out on the perimeter and make teams run and go, and it'll be interesting to see how that works out for uh, both teams.
0: Definitely wish Coach uh, Gardner uh, some some you know blessings on his health. I know he's uh, battled and stuff in the past years, and and uh, you know, with his COVID season right now, I know uh, you know it's definitely a scary time for him. And that you know we just wish him the best of health and uh, speed recovery, and hopefully all well, and uh, hopefully be able to see him back on the bench next year. Um, moving on for me, I, I actually have uh got to got to mention the game tomorrow um there's several good games today actually and and I'm not going to do that cuz we're going to have a, a article out later today with some with some information but uh um uh, yeah I mean tomorrow you got number 17 Talladega and number 5 Arizona Christian um they're going to meet actually in Missouri um, Arizona Christians up there playing William Woods today um that that'll be an interesting battle William Woods hasn't played yet this year um, just to kind of see what they have. But but tomorrow, number five, versus it's number 17, neutral site court. Um, excited to see that game. Um, some big-time players in that one. Arizona Christian, you know, obviously uh, lost at home to Indiana Wesleyan, um, you know, back on December 18th. Uh, that was a really, really good game. Indiana Wesleyan went on a big run in the second half. Uh, just looked every bit as a, as a number one team. Um, Arizona Christians had a couple games in between there with uh, Park Gilbert and uh, Sorry, that game got that canceled. So they had it with uh, SAGU, in American India, in Indian University, and East to West University. Um, and just, you know, I'm just eager to see them. But they, they're they on an interesting little trip right now. Uh, they, they've actually played December 31st at East to West up in Illinois. Um, basically, they travel today to Missouri. They're going to play two games in Missouri against William Woods and Talladega. And then they're going to travel back to Illinois. Um and play St. Francis. I'm sure they'll fly out of Chicago. I'm guessing that's why they're going back to Illinois. Um, but just an interesting little trip where they're, you know, playing a game, travel a day, play two games, travel a day, play another game. And so I'm um, just kind of eager to see how how that trip, uh, you know, functions for them. And, and uh, obviously uh, a big one tomorrow with, with Talladega. Uh, my next game that uh, I'm really eager to uh, see is actually going to be on Monday. And uh, we actually get uh, Lois and Clark State and William Jessup. William Jessup's uh, up there playing up in Idaho right now, playing college in Idaho. Um, they went to overtime last night with them. Uh, they play again today. Uh, then they'll have a day off, and they will go visit Lois and Clark State on Monday. So um, that'll be a good one. Uh, William Jessup, you know, they're, they're in a fringe COP25 team. I mean, looking at them, they got a lot of new pieces this year. Um I, they got some scores around him, but I'll mention them today in the article too. I mentioned him I've mentioned him online a couple times, but Miles Corey, their point guard maybe the best freshman in the country. Um, and, and he's gonna go up against Dominic Mitchell who I think is the best point guard in the country. Um, and so I'm really interested in that game on, on uh, Monday. The, uh, th- those two teams, you know uh, College of Idaho and, and Los Court State, um, you know they won't be able to play league games this year so they're trying to get games in. And uh, William Jessup and Lois Clark State on Monday will be a very, very good game. So I'm excited to see that one. Other than that, I, I'm just, uh, you know, there's some of the stuff I'm looking forward to isn't just games that, you know, particular games, but just uh, seeing some of these teams that are that haven't played in a, in a few months or haven't played at all this year and just eager to kind of see them and, and how they are and what they look like. And, um, you know, another thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, Georgetown rolled out two new players uh, yesterday in their game. And so, you know, you're going to see a lot of uh, the unique thing about um, NEI basketball, and, and Trev and I talked about it in our last episode, is that, you know, you just kind of never know what players are going to be on rosters um, come second semester because, they're, you know, kids either transferred and got eligible first semester and now are going to play second semester or, you know, in Georgetown's case, I believe that both of those kids just transferred in uh, from the previous school, and, and we're able to play right away via uh NEI rules, so just a lot of interesting ins and outs, uh, with NEI hoops, and uh, definitely interested to see what teams have this semester. And uh, you know, right now we're getting to the point, uh, Jake, where it's uh, y- you know, you can cancel games, and I know a lot of ca- a lot of leagues do have some uh makeup games or makeup dates uh, built into their uh conference scheduling, but it's going to be interesting to kind of see. The NEI did lower it down to, to 10 games, and and it, it is nice that, you know, teams are going to be able to only have to get 10 games in. But, you know, it kind of goes back to that Ohio State uh, football, <laughs> you know, where, you know, a lot of people were hating on them because they only played, you know, five or six games this year. And they sure looked good anyway yesterday. So, you know, it's kind of, kind of going to come down to the NEI National Tournament, you know, when we get there. And, you know, if, if a team has only played 10 games versus some of those teams that have played, you know, 20, 21, 22 games and, you know, how you compare those teams and and uh, even looking – going even into a deeper dive here, you know, you may end up seeing, you know, a, a team that – like a college of Idaho who, you know, counted some of those Division one games to get 10 games. You know, what happens if they get, you know, one of the last seeds in the national tournament to go up against a – a one seed, I you know, that's so, if I'm a one seed, I would hate that, <laughs> you know, like I know, I know when you get to the NASH tournament, you have to, you know, to be the best, you have to play the, or you have to beat the best to, to be the best, you know, and, and, and everybody in the NASH tournament is usually pretty good, but, but getting a draw like that with against the College of Idaho team that, that uh, has a, has a worse record than what they are actually are as a team, you know, it would be an interesting feat watching moving forward. um, And just kind of how, yeah, I would compare I'll...
1: that to back when it was, uh, two divisions, and when they played in Miz- our College of the Ozarks, uh, if you ever drew College of the Ozarks for the national tournament, you weren't happy. Even no matter how good you were or how bad College of the Ozarks was, you had to go play in their gym with their fans there. That that was a tough draw, no matter what. And like this scenario you talk about here, that would be a tough draw. And I wouldn't want to be the team that would have to be the one seed playing a low seed uh, College of Idaho. Yeah, and that's
0: just one team, but they like to be, you know, just like what we just talked about with John Brown, you know, they, uh, you know, depending on what what games they can schedule and, and things like that, they, you know, I'm sure right now that, you know, if they get 10 games in, they'll be happy, you know, if they get more than that, they'll be even happier, but right now there's going to be a lot of teams that, a lot of those teams that haven't played a game yet this season um, will have a target of 10 games, I mean, that, that'll be, that'll be their target. And if they can get 10 games in, you know, they'll get 10 games in and if they can't, or, you know, if they, uh, you know, get more than that, that's just kind of icing on the cake for them. But um, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting the uh, format to watch this semester. And, and uh, just one of the many, many storylines uh, that, that'll be interesting to follow. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more, not just on podcasts, but, uh, but also, uh, you know, in some of the articles uh, we have, we have some new stuff coming out this semester I'm excited about as well. Um, bringing back, uh, you know, what we're calling the daily dive. But we used to have the morning bullet segment. Um, we're, we're bringing that out. That'll start tomorrow morning. Um, definitely excited about some some different pieces coming out here in the future. Um, but as always, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at NEI Hoops Report. Uh, Jake, you want to give your Twitter handle? I know you you cover a lot of North Star games, but you have some good
1: insight as well on some other. things. Uh, it's at, at Twitter handle. The real Jake Palm, P-O-M. The real Jake Palm.
0: Yeah, make sure you follow Jake. Jake's uh, done a lot of great work for us. Um, I have appreciated uh, getting to know him and in our, in our friendship over the last year and a half. Jake, I, uh, I'm i happy to tell you, uh, it, it's crazy to tell you, but I'm happy to tell you that uh, we're getting close to 10,000 followers that, that's on Twitter. crazy. How I, that, I think man? I was that's, one of uh... the
1: first people to follow the page, and there was like <laughs> a couple hundred the first few weeks, and then all, now we're almost at 10,000. That That would be crazy.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, I, I can't uh, thank everybody enough for for following us, uh, and, and I never would have fathomed that. And you know, like this is something we always you know hoped it would happen, but um, you know, I don't know if we ever really expected it, especially in a year and a half. Um, you know, May or sorry, June first of of uh, twenty nineteen is when we uh, started launching everything and. Um, just to watching the growth over over the last uh, couple years, or the last year and a half, the last two seasons of covering uh, of NEI hoops has just been been awesome. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to another great twenty twenty one. I know it's going to be a, a crazy sprint. We're kind of in the sprint now. You know, I you always say in the beginning of the year it's a marathon. We're we're in the sprint phase of of the uh, of the season now, especially with with teams not knowing. You know when they, they'll play or, or you know or or still having weeks you know a couple weeks off and hopefully you know we'll see less cancellations and um this semester is than we did last semester but um you know at the end of the day you're gonna have to try to get 10 games and we'll see where the where the you know we'll see where everything lies at the end of the season
1: and then piece it together and you got to be creative you got to be creative uh, um, um I know in my league, uh, Waldorf and Bellevue were at a classic at the same classic. So they just decided to play a conference game that they missed earlier in the year at the classics. So they played three games instead of two. So that's being creative. Like teams are going to have to find ways to be creative to get games. in.
0: It's a good point, man. And, and, and you're right. You just kind of have to, you know, that's kind of why Arizona Christian's traveling, uh, up north, uh, up to the north, uh, up to the Midwest here. Cause they, uh, You know, it's harder to find games down in in their area. And and it doesn't look like I I tried to look at their schedule. Um, You know, it doesn't look like they're playing a ton of league games either. So be interested to see what if there's some more announcements coming out uh, with the GSAC later on um, on what teams may not be playing out that way either. It sounds like the Masters is playing for sure and and Arizona Christian um, is is definitely playing. Um, But make sure you're following us on on Twitter because and uh, following the website because. Uh, You know, we are your number one source for NEI hoops, and we'll continue to give you the best coverage around. This is actually Junior and Jake going to sign off from NHR, the podcast. Have a great week, everybody.